Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. After these next six years, I think absolutely Jose Altuve could eventually be the best Houston Astros player of all time. Fly ball onto the track. At the wall. It's gone. Home run. Turns on a ball. Deep right field. And gone. What a game. What a moment. What is up, my friends? Welcome to Flippin' Bats. It is officially baseball season. Pitchers and catchers about to report the Super Bowl is over, which means one thing, and I tweet it out every year the second the Super Bowl ends, it is baseball season. We got a lot to talk about today. Jose Altuve signing his lifelong deal to stay an Astro for the rest of his career with the Astros. The Red Sox are now going to be a part of a Netflix documentary similar to uh, Hard Knocks and what they do with football. So inside look at the Red Sox organization and the team this year, which will be fun. Top five trios in the game of baseball offensively. I'm going to rank them five through one. And again, name that swing. We'll put a silhouette in the wall and uh, we'll see if I can guess the swing. So hopefully you're watching, and if you're just listening, we'll try your best to keep following along. So make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify. You can watch on Spotify as well. You can watch on YouTube, and we're on all social media as well, at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Alex, happy baseball season. It's here. It is. Well, it's crazy. It kind of started for the first time before Super Bowl because you had – Dodgers reporting last week, Padres reporting this last weekend when Super Bowl was happening. But, I mean, what a fun, wild week it was. It really was. And you're right. And and there's the tweet. It's a staple at this point. Um, It is officially baseball season, is what I always say. You're right. And I feel like I I will say it is officially baseball season probably like six more times when different things happen. I've Uh already said it like three. Yeah. Pitchers and catchers report the 14th and 15th. I'll say it again then. First games of spring training, I'll probably say it then. Opening day, the first opening day, March 20th, I'll say it then. And then March 28th, I'll probably say it again. So a lot more coming. But there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the baseball world. Did you win your bet? Did you bet the on the Chiefs? I know you're a betting man, right? We had Super, um, Super Bowl this weekend. Big game. It was madness. I was out in Vegas for the entire week. I left right after our show here, flew out to Vegas, mm-hmm. did all the things, Radio Row, NFL Honors. Like, what How a wild, what a wild, perfect place for the Super Bowl to be. I mean, it's Vegas, right? You already have everything. The moment you walk out of your room, it's casinos, events, gambling, bars. And then on top of that, you add in... The biggest sports event like of the season right there. It was it was so cool. I have to say though, my favorite thing is just seeing how many young girls and women were rocking like different NFL swag and gear. There really was like the Taylor Swift effect that we saw with all of these young girls. It like literally brought tears to my eyes because it reminds me of like me watching sports with my dad and how I got into everything. And it just I'm here for all of it. 
I love the fairy tale ending. I bet the Chiefs, so I'm just, I'm so happy. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you not? Did you bet the 49ers? I did, but in the first half, so I won oh, too. then we you won the won. first half. We yeah. both won. Good job. Um, that was great. What'd you do for it? What'd you do for the game? Oh, I came home. My, my ideal, like, viewing situation, because I did, like, all the craziness leading up to it, I was at my house. I made my buffalo chicken dip. I made a cheesy gordita crunch because I've never had Taco Bell before and I always wanted to try it. Never had Taco Bell. No, ever. I didn't grow up with fast food. So I like I saw it and I was like, oh, I want to make that. So I made it. It was absolutely incredible. And then just me and the puppies and the TV on full blast. It was wonderful. Wow. What'd you do? Uh, I I watched Hungover on the couch. <laughs> all, I did nothing. I did nothing. You could have been there, you guys. Ben down tickets to the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm going to give you crap for that for a long time. So, Saturday. He could have gone. He could have gone. He said no. Saturday Sports was fans? Elizabeth's really? sister's birthday. Yeah, okay. So, that Lots of birthdays. got after it Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, hung, hung over, and we just yeah. watched on the couch. And it was right. great. I loved every second of it. All right. Yeah. Fine. Well, Super Bowl is over. Yes. Which means, as you started the show, it is officially baseball season. Yes. As I mentioned, Dodgers and Padres have already reported. Dodgers on Friday the 9th, Padres uh, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, and then pitchers and catchers all report this week, like Valentine's Day, right around the 14th, 15th. Yeah, everyone. Everybody pitchers and catchers, there. every team will report either the 14th or the 15th, and then uh, full squads the, the following week. So, everybody's getting down to either Florida or Arizona, and we're getting ready to rock. So, this is, I love this time of year because I just feel like starting in like what November is the first month of like no baseball starting yeah. in like December and then when the holidays end I really get antsy and like ready yeah. to roll so this is like the first sign of you know we're we're starting to get those pictures of players we're starting yeah. to get video of Otani hitting there and Yamamoto throwing his bullpen the other day and you're starting to get those interviews that we get every year of so-and-so's in the best shape of his life. What yeah. a big year he's going to have. <laughs> I love those because it means baseball is close. And, uh, yeah, everyone will be will have reported by, uh, by about this time next week and pitchers and catchers in a couple days. It's so much fun because I did, like, almost a decade of spring training, as you did as well. And it's really like a summer camp. It's like everyone's together. Everyone's in a great mood. The games are fun because it's you're just kind of, like, working things out. They don't really matter, but, you know, you're still a little competitive. It's just such a – it's such a unique – happy time in baseball kind of leading up with like all that expectation all that hope and we're going to get that started this week the Dodgers have their first inner squad game this week so we're getting baseball and like any day now it's interesting hearing your perspective from from spring oh. training because you're with the big <laughs> leaguers and they know they have their job it was not oh ho, ho, here's just another game no I'm playing for my career and my okay, life true, in spring true, training true, true, and true. It, it is not chill at all you're worried sick you're going to walk in the locker room one okay, day with a little okay. sticky note saying, hey, please come see the uh, field coordinator, and you just know you're getting released. That's crazy. Okay, did I trigger you just now? No. So, okay. So, but th this is crazy. So in spring training, there's these days that um, we just, we had a bunch of different names for them, but it's essentially like cut day. Yeah. And you'd like, so you wake up super early. Like we'd have to hit the, the cafeteria in the morning at like 5.30, 6 o'clock, go eat breakfast. Yeah. And some guys will have already gone up to the locker room. So word starts getting around like, Today's a today's a cut day, um, so good luck to everyone. And then you get in to the locker room, and then you see all these like 
with the Tigers, we would have yeah. pink sticky notes posted on the, if it was on your locker, that meant you were getting cut and you had to so go. So everyone knew. It. It, was so like, knew. it was like a public, oh, wow, that's, you know. that's ouchy. So Not it, only it's like you're gone, but hey, everybody in the locker room sees you have a pink postie on your note. So and you're like, it was not true. I never got, I didn't get released from spring training. Oh, that's so good. I never, I never had that that happen. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, Wild times. Yeah, spring training is not relaxing. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> on the on the reporter and the big leaguer side of things, a yes. little different. They're leaving to go play golf when they're done with yes. their like third at bat in every game. Yes. They're out. Okay, well, we got some big news this week, which is really exciting. I know you were just absolutely ecstatic, but Jose Altuve is now an Astro for life, a five-year, $125 million extension, the most deserved extension we have seen. Congratulations, Jose Altuve. Yeah, this is this is awesome. And and really, nobody deserves it more. I, I, Jose Altuve is eventually going to have a statue built outside of oh, Minute yeah, Maid Park. To. And he, uh, when all is said and done after these next six years, so he's got next year and then the extension is uh, onto the, the, the five years after that. So... Uh, the contract right here is a $15 million signing bonus, $30 million for the next three years. Uh, well, 2025, 26, 27, and then 29 and 30 is making $10 million. So first $300 million second baseman in history. Woo! Um, when all is said and done, Jose Altuve will be um, one of, if not the best, Houston Astro player of all time. Just when you, when you look at longevity with that team yeah he's, he's gonna he's a rare breed in this day and age that will play his entire career with one organization and a guy that went through the really really bad with the oh, team yeah. and organization made it to the made it made it out of that made it to the brighter days and is was a big part of the reason that they turned it around and won those championships and all those alcs championships and, and all of that um the guy has over 2,000 hits right now, 2,047 hits. Um, he's up there right now. He's one and two. I, I would say right now Craig Biggio is still be considered the best second baseman in Astros history. But after these next six years, I think absolutely Jose Altuve could eventually be the best Houston Astros player of all time. He's got an AL MVP. He's got eight all-star appearances, six silver sluggers, three batting titles. But he's also, like, I, I don't have a better way of saying this than he's also Jose Altuve. Like, He's the heartbeat of that city. His story coming up with getting told to go home because you're too small. And then yeah. he comes back the next day anyway. And they're like, oh, this guy can play a little bit. And then he signs with the Astros. And then he gets up to the big leagues after a while. And it was only supposed to be temporary until they could get another second baseman in. And now we see this. And it's just, it's special. Jose Altuve is one of my favorite stories in baseball. He is a perfect example of never give up on yourself, never give up yeah. on your dreams. As you mentioned, I mean, even his tryout story, he got turned away multiple times trying out for the Astros organization because he was so small. I mean, he, there's been videos of like what he used to use as a bat, like just he is absolutely incredible. Even when he finally made it being told you're just you're just going to be a placeholder for our yeah. second baseman. Like it I relate I, like, I just, I relate to stories like this because that's kind of what my whole soccer career was like growing up. It was like, yeah, no, you'll just, you're not, like, big enough. Like, you'll be, you'll just kind of be the placeholder. And then I worked my way to, like, get that starting job. So anytime I have this, like, underdog kind of no one really believes you can do it story, I 
always, always yeah. rooting for them. I love Jose Altuve. We're like close to the same height when I'm in heels too, <laughs> which I love. I'm like, what's up? It's so great. And he's just, he always has a smile on his face. He's always having fun. He's one of those players that's just contagious. He's also like the most humble. Yes. Like, he, he, you will never, ever, ever hear him talk about himself. And if you ever watch interviews, Julia Morales is the, the Astros sideliner or, or um, on-field reporter after games. And you can't get an answer out of him no. about himself. He could go five for five with five homers, and he will make it about every single other player on that team besides himself. And it almost feels like a, a, a game for him to not talk about himself. He's the perfect leader. He really is. He's the perfect leader. And even, like, the last couple of years when we've been following their playoff runs, talking to every one of his teammates, they just rave about yeah. what he does for this team, how he brings everybody together, how he doesn't let anybody get down. And he really is the heart and soul, the heartbeat of this Astros team. Yeah, Jordan Alvarez is one of, if not the best hitter in baseball, but the Astros go as Jose Altuve goes. Yeah. And now he will be there for the next six years, which gets him to 39 years old. Look, there's a serious discussion to be had. Yeah. He's at 2,047 hits. Okay. So... There is a serious discussion to be had of can he get to 3,000 hits. We will not see many more players getting to 3,000 hits over the course of a career unless the, the rules of baseball ultimately change and evolve and make hitting a little bit easier. But as of right now, yeah. we will not see many players getting to 3,000 hits. He's at 2,047. So if you, I think two, 200 hits a year to, for the next six is unrealistic. But he's got you know 200 hits in a, in a season – multiple times that's the number that's a high number but if you do that for five years that's a thousand and you're over three thousand then he's yeah. got six years left with the astros so if he can get somewhere between 150 and 200 hits for the next six years there is a chance he can get to 3,000 hits which is really which would which be is awesome. going to be the cherry on top of yeah. a hall of fame season yeah or a hall of fame career like he is He's incredible. I'm so happy for him. I'm, I'm happy for the Astros, too, because now he is going to be – they're going to have their guy. Yeah. They have yeah. their guy for the remainder of his career. So he, he signed, actually, on – it was February 7th when the deal yeah. became official and that extension and everyone announced Jose Altuve will be an Astro for life, which is cool because – Yeah. For, well, for many reasons. He signed that contract. It's also February oh. 7th, which is 2-7. Love that. Seven, I love seven. that. And the mayor of Houston announced that 2-7, February 7th, 2024, will forever be Jose Altuve Day oh, in the chills. city of Houston, which is I just really, really awesome. cool. So congrats to him. Congrats to the Astros. Um, and, you know, it, this is just another sign that the Astros are, you know, like everybody said this is the Astros window. You have to win in this window. Like, it's it's running out. Yeah. Well, they said that when George Springer went elsewhere. They said that when Carlos Correa went elsewhere. Now you, you still have a core group of guys together, yeah. and it just feels like if you can keep that core group of guys and keep building around them in different ways, then you're going to be able to be successful. And Jim Crane came out the other day after the Altuve signing and said as long as he is – owner of the Houston Astros, he said, while I'm here, mm -hmm. the window will always be open. I love that. Which is something you just love to hear as a fan base of an organization yeah, that has an owner players. that wants to win. Yeah, he's going to pay players to it's make sure that they're in the position to have a chance to win every season, yep. which is a lot more than a lot of the owners that we've seen around Major League Baseball. Yes.
More but, owners that love baseball, please. Less owners that are in it for uh, a, a buck here or there. Yeah. Well, uh, we've got some more kind of fun, exciting behind-the-scene news that was announced this week. We are getting a baseball version of Hard Knocks, a docu-series, and it's going to be on the Red Sox this season. Now, I'm really excited that we're finally getting a series like this in baseball because it really allows fans to have a personal connection to the game, and I feel like it grows the fan base just in a, in, in a way that you couldn't do from just watching the game in social media. However, why Boston? Well, they didn't do much. They don't have the star players that a lot of these other franchises and teams do. Why Boston? Well, one... The why Boston answer to me seems easy okay. over, like, look, why Boston? It's the Boston Red Sox. It's quite the organization. It's quite the history. It's a really cool place yeah. for this to start. And honestly, the story I was just telling you about the pink sticky notes on lockers, like, yeah. I'm really excited for this because fans will see things that happen during a baseball season that you never know. And you, yeah. you get that in... With, with with hard knocks, you get that in football. So mm -hmm. you're going to get an inside look of what playing a 162-game season is like. It is craziness, and yeah. I'm really, really excited for the game of baseball to now it's have huge. this. I think it's really going to grow the game. Why the Red Sox? Well, I, I think there's probably a Theo connection there. Theo okay. Epstein was doing a lot with Major League Baseball mm -hmm. and the Red Sox organization. I think he probably helped helped that happen. Where Look... The, the thing that confuses me yeah. is the public is the last to know this, right? Once yeah. it goes public, then everybody knows. The, there will be a baseball series similar to Hard Knocks that will involve the Boston Red Sox. Okay, great. Yeah. How long have the Red Sox known about this? Enough to do something during the offseason. <laughs> you knew. And they did nothing. You knew that this was coming, and you did nothing this offseason, you signed Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Other than that, you've done nothing to make your last place team any better. Yeah. When you know that all eyes are going to be you on a first once a, one of its kind baseball docuseries and you're the Boston Red Sox and you're going out saying you're going to have a big offseason and make big splashes and you do nothing. Yeah. It's a little infuriating because you're going to get this look inside the organization and it's going to grow the game of baseball. And I really am very, very excited for it. But I can't believe the organization knew this and is undoubtedly getting paid for this, uh -huh. a, a lot of money, and did nothing. Didn't add a, a star player, and that's nothing against Lucas Giolito. I like Lucas Giolito, Giolito a lot. He's a friend of the pod. But you, you, you have an opportunity to make some big splashes. There were some big-time free agents, and there still are out there, by the way. Do I believe the Red Sox are going to sign them? No, I don't. <laughs> so I, that's where the confusion comes for me. I yeah. am 10 out of 10 excited for this, pumped up about this. It's great for the Red Sox. It's great for the game of baseball. I'm going to be all in on this docuseries. I just can't believe that the Red Sox knew and did nothing. Embarrassing. It's weird. Are we going to get it kind of like Hard Knocks where it's real time? I don't believe so. Oh, 2025. It, okay, so it's going to be yeah. okay. It's going to be like a full season and then coming out after. Yes. Okay. Because that's kind of cool too, like how Hard Knocks does it where you're like, it's like in real time and you're getting to know these players like as they're going through 
preseason than into season. You have an emotional yeah. connection to them. Yeah, I agree. It's cool yeah. to like. It'd be cool to watch a week of baseball and like see what happens. And yeah. Then be like, oh yeah, I remember when I was watching last Ooh, week. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He was having a hard day emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> really showed out on the field. Yeah. All right. Well, as we inch closer to opening day, we're going to kind of talk some of the big hitters, right? The powerhouse teams. We're going to do the top five trios of 2024. So let's start at number five. Who do you got? So at number five, this was tough. So I narrowed about seven to eight big-time contenders that could go in the top five down to five yeah. because I was told top five, and that's how that works. So I went with, at number five, the New York Yankees, which their trio is Aaron Judge, Juan Soto, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah. Now, for me, Judge and Soto are the big, big, big two here. Um, that's kind of why I went with this trio. Um, their combined stats for 2023 was 264 um, with 84 home runs and 225 RBIs. That's going to go way, way, way up this year. Aaron Judge had a bit of a down year, especially after that injury. Just wasn't really himself. Juan Soto, for whatever reason, couldn't really hit at Petco Park, was a 300 hitter on the road. Now he gets to hit in Yankee Stadium. Anthony Rizzo, the beginning of the year, got that concussion. You remember that? He got that concussion yeah. that went undiagnosed, and the team yeah, like kept him weird. playing, and he was off. That was and weird. then he got, then he, his season was basically, it was just, it was so weird. So they're all going to have collectively better years this year, and that's why I have the Yankees at number five. Yeah, I mean, this is all going to come down to, because it looks great on paper, right? This trio looks great on paper. But can Judge stay healthy, and can Soto get back to his dominant hitting? Yeah. If they can, easy number five. Who do yeah. you have at number four? At number four, I'm going with the Phillies. Hmm. Now, for those that saw the top 50 players countdown for 2024, yep. I had Trey Turner, I believe he was at number six. So I have a big year coming for, yeah. for Trey Turner. I think it's going to be a huge bounce back year. I think he's going to be MVP conversation Whoa. this year. So you have Trey Turner, you have Bryce Harper, and you have Nick Castellanos, who had a, a good year last year, 29 bombs, really good second half, um, good in the playoffs. So they combined to hit 275 last year with 76 homers again. Same with the Yankees here. Yeah. Bryce Harper wasn't playing a lot of the year. Yeah. So the power numbers aren't there for him. Bryce Harper could hit 50 homers himself. Trey Turner, we all know, really, really struggled in the first half of the yeah. year last year. Really turned it around. Was a 290 hitter in the second half. I think we see a full, great season from Trey Turner. Mm -hmm. MVP conversations for him and Bryce Harper. Yeah. Nick Castellanos continues to hit 270, 280 with... 30 homers, you'll take that out of him. I have the Phillies at number four. I like those I like those guys a lot. Yeah, it should be an exciting season, having a whole season, full season now with Harper and Turner, who are not only great friends off the field, but work really well together on the field. Yep. And now we're seeing Harper at first base, right? Yeah. He's, he's making the full transition to first base, so it should be... Should be fun and exciting. Okay, moving on to number three. Who do you have? At number three, I'm going with the Houston Astros. Jose Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker. Uh, did that Those names just speak for themselves. Jordan mm -hmm. Alvarez, arguably the best hitter in the game of baseball. He's in that top three conversation, in my opinion. Jose Altuve is Jose Altuve. We'll get, you know, we, he's the spark plug of that offense. And Kyle Tucker continues to be an underrated player in the game of baseball. I don't know what the guy has to do to, to not be underrated, but it just always feels like he is. And 
Um, he's constantly in all-star conversations, in MVP conversations, and was a big reason the Astros were as successful as they were last year because he stepped up and been fantastic for them. So the combined stats for those big three for the Houston Astros last year, 294 with Ooh. 77 homers, 260 RBIs, and an OPS combined of 926 for the three of those guys. Uh, No-brainer top three for me, Houston Astros. I mean, it's kind of crazy, too, because they also had quite a few injuries last season, still had these stats, and still made it to the World Series. Yeah. So it just it just shows you. Yeah, like, you're right. Al how Altuve he was in the out. World Baseball Classic. Yeah, broke good his... chunk of the season. Yeah. So it's just it just shows how strong this core is, even when one of them is out. Because the three of them weren't playing all together for a good chunk of last Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, moving on to number two. Who do we got? So I said Astros, I believe, are a clear top three. I believe there's a very clear top two. Yes, there At are. number two, I'm going with the Atlanta Braves. Ronald Acuna Jr., Matt Olson, Austin Riley. Love these guys. Ronald Acuna Jr. is uh, the reigning NL MVP, potentially going to go back-to-back this mm -hmm. year. The guy might steal 80 bases this year. He's unbelievable. 40-40 club after last year. 40-70 club. Created his own club. The combined yeah. stats for that Braves trio. 301 average. 132 home runs and 342 RBIs with an OPS of 955. Ronald Acuna Jr., right now, the best offensive player in the game of baseball. Matt Olson, arguably the biggest feared power bat in the game of baseball. And Austin Riley continues to, every single year, get better and better and better, both defensively and offensively. He's, he's becoming one of the best third basemen in the game of baseball. Acuna, Olson, Riley at number two. And the reason I think they're also going to be extra dangerous this year is they have unfinished business, you guys. They were knocked out once again once they got to the postseason as the best regular season team for a good chunk of the season. So when you have that kind of talent with that chip on their shoulder and needing to have that redemption, I think that's also going to go for our number one team here, if you want to lead us through. Yes, number one, no-brainer here in my yeah. opinion, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Shohei Otani, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman. That is ridiculous to even say I out it. loud. It is unbelievable. Mookie, Freddie, Otani. MVP, MVP, MVP. All in the same lineup. It is, it is remarkable. Combined stats last year for this three. 315 average, 112 homers, 304 RBIs, and an OPS over 1,000. 1 1.006 OPS. The only trio to all three players hitting over 300 and an OPS over 950. Crazy. I mean, and now they are all on one team. It already felt crazy. Last year, when once, once Freddie signed with the Dodgers, yeah. it already became like, how many MVPs do these guys have? You got Kershaw has his, then you have Mookie and Freddie in the same lineup. That's crazy. Now you have Shohei with his MVPs, and this just becomes, in my opinion, and I have no stats to back this up. I just thought off of it off the top of my head. But we're talking one of the best trios in the history of baseball. Maybe that'll be Woo! next week. Maybe next week we'll do top five trios in the history of baseball. And we'll see if I they're mean, on that list. It's great. I know he doesn't have an MVP in the MLB yet. But Yamamoto is like a three-time MVP back in Japan, too. I mean, this team is just stacked with MVPs. I think you absolutely nailed your number one pick. Have you? Have you seen, um, have you seen, did you see the video of Yamamoto throwing his first bullpen for the Dodgers in spring training? It is going to be ridiculously I fun know. to watch him pitch. I it know. is so weird 
His leg kick is like, there's not much of a leg kick. It's like slow and then so explosive. It almost sounds like like thunder when you watch, when you Ooh. get like a close up of him and you like hear everything like unleash at once. Maybe Thunderstruck it's, is gonna be his it's his song. Crazy. It was so much it's it's gonna be so much fun watching him pitch. I hope he's the number two starter to start the year because I'm going to the second game of of the, the year Ooh. at Dodger Stadium. I would I would love to watch him pitch. So yeah, no. uh, I went top five Yankees, okay. Phillies, Astros, Braves, Dodgers. Okay, so question here, yes. right? Because I don't know reigning champ Rangers having Seager, Simeon, Garcia. Seager finished second MVP voting. They just won the World Series. Not in your top five? So the Rangers are, are certainly one of those teams I was talking about off the off the top that's like, they're they're in that conversation. For the Rangers with me, yeah. Simeon and Seager are obviously very, very good. Yeah. For me, I'm taking, I'm going to use the Yankees as my reference because okay. I have them at five. Judge and Soto for me are greater than um, Simeon and Seeger. And Garcia? I would, Garcia over Rizzo, but I think Judge and Soto combined make up that gap, and that's why I have the Yankees here. Adolis Garcia, yes, I would rather him as the three over Anthony Rizzo, but Simeon and Seeger, no, I'll take Aaron Judge and Juan Soto any day. That's why I have them here. Rangers would probably be uh, in that six or six or seven spot for sure. Okay, what about the Padres? Because I mean, Machado, Tatis, Bogarts. I mean, they also have like a pretty dominant trio. Yeah, that that's that was that's another tough one. Um, okay, definitely a good trio. Um, Machado, Tatis, Bogarts. Bogarts, I, I think, look, a little bit of a down year for him last year. I do think he bounces back. The the theme that you'll hear me say over and over with every team. Um, that you would would and could and should throw at me in this yeah. conversation is that I will take Judge and Soto over the top two okay. of anybody else. Do I do I love Anthony Rizzo at this point in his career uh, as as the as the number three in this trio? No. Of of those teams you're mentioning, I would probably take that three over Rizzo. Okay. Adelis Garcia over Rizzo, sure. Um, Xander Bogarts over Rizzo, yes. But Judge and Soto far above. Nah, maybe not far above Simeon and Seager, but far, but uh, above enough to have the Yankees in that five spot just because of how much I love them. Okay. All right. Game time. Ooh, Our game time. Baby. When you hear the music, it is time for Name That Swing. Ben has been pretty excellent at this game. Five for six in two weeks. Yep, five for so six. So he's going to get 30 seconds to watch a player's silhouette swing, and he's going to have to guess who it is. Yes. One, if if you haven't seen or, or watched the show, you're missing out on a beautiful set. Two, yeah. this <laughs> segment is a little bit harder to keep up with if you're just listening. I will try my best to talk through what I see yeah. um, for people just listening on audio platforms. But if you're watching or want to watch, go to YouTube. Uh, you can also watch on Spotify to see this segment, and you can see the silhouette of the player in the wall, which is exactly what I will be watching to name that swing. All right, let's get the first batter up. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready? Go. Yes. Uh, okay, this is far more zoomed in. It's yeah. a little more difficult. Uh, catcher plays for the Phillies. Um, that looks like they're on the road. They're wearing grays. This, to me, the helmet has Ten the... Ten seconds. Uh, the helmet has the face thing. to. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Jorge Soler. Nailed it. Come on. Nailed it. I can hear the control room going, oh. 
Come on. Woo, that was a good All one. All right. Down to the wire. Okay. Good job. Thank you. All right. Batter number two. 30 seconds on the clock. Let's get 30 seconds on the clock. And batter two. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mariners player. This is Eugenio Suarez. Yeah. Okay. Done. Like under 10 seconds. Former teammate of mine with oh. the Tigers. Love the dude. I feel like it's easier for you when you get the crowd shot because you can tell where everyone's well, at. I immediately saw the Mariners dugout. Yeah. I That's had that yeah. here. Crowd shot, dugout. But I, I, know, I, you know, we were good friends. With that. I know that. Okay. Sure. All right. Two for two, baby. Two for two. Let's go. Let's get the third one. A lot 30. of haters have been coming into this one, Alex. A lot of people didn't believe I'd get any of them. Your entire team. <laughs> Correct. In the control room. Yep. 30 seconds on the clock. Third batter up. Let's go. Okay. They're playing at Wrigley Field. The away team. So he plays for the away team. My, my, mm. Looks like he's got long hair. Um, how much time Ten do seconds. I have? I have one name that keeps coming to my mind. Okay. I don't I don't know if it's right. I'm gonna go with Bobachet. Nope. Jonathan India. Jonathan India. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. You did good. Nobody. Two for three. Where's all the red in the stands? Come Nobody. on, Reds fans. Show up and wear some there's red gear in the one, stands. There's one there, but you can't see his shirt. I there's was looking like, hard for some opposing team yeah, gear. None. Got nothing. None, and you didn't get the dugout either. No. Not bad though. Not nothing. bad. Two for three. Oh, I, you've I been, do. You've I been feel in good. The, you've been in the positive all three times. I feel good about that. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was fun. It's a fun, fun, a fun way to end the show. Fun segment for sure. Yeah. So happy Tuesday, everyone. Pitchers and catchers report tomorrow Woo! for a lot of the teams. It is also Valentine's Day. Yeah, so tomorrow. Happy Valentine's Day to to everyone as well, and happy baseball season. It's. It's, it's beginning. Here. All it's the here. fun stuff's People about. Are spring training. You're gonna get pitchers and catchers reporting, players reporting, games, inner squads. Then the season, it's here, and I am very happy about it. So thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. You can also watch on YouTube and Spotify. We're also on all social media at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for this episode today. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, my friends. 